Hi, and welcome to The Book Place. I'm Salem Buchanan. And I'm Mercy Case. We're two sisters talking all about books, reading, and what's bringing us joy right now. Each week, we'll talk about our current reads and then go in-depth on one bookish topic. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's get into it. Welcome back to episode five of The Book Place. Uh, my name is Mercy and this is Salem. Hello, how are you? <laughs> um, we this week are talking about non-fiction, uh, following on from last week, and we're just talking about self-improvement and motivational non-fiction. Kind of made our own little subheading genre. <laughs> um, but first we're going to talk about what we have currently been reading. So Sal, do you want to talk about your first one? Sure. Okay, so I know you've read this one. My first book is called This Is Going To Hurt by Adam Kay. It's like an irreverent, sometimes sad, but often really quite funny look at the residency of a doctor in training. He's um, in the UK, so in a public setting. Um, he talks about the NHS a lot, which I presume means National Health Service. I just had to... <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> nurse, thanks, nurse. Um, Anyway, he specializes in obstetric. Oh, I knew I was going to make this <laughs> <laughs> obstetrics and gynecology. Well done. There we go. Just O and G, we call it in the biz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to be more clear for our listeners who may not know. So anyway, you can imagine some of the stories he shares. He it's really written in like a diary format, so he just sort of jots down his thoughts at the end of each shift, kind of thing, which is makes it really quite easy to read and a fast read. Um, but yeah, you can imagine some of the stories he shares are quite uh, <laughs> interesting, shall we say? Graphic, yeah. <laughs> um, you get the sense a bit early on that he really struggles with the hierarchy, the management type. I don't know quite the word there, um, as it were. And also is he feels frustrated with the stupid, in air quotes, <laughs> people that he works with sometimes. Yeah. I think they make some mistakes, so... Um, and one thing, that's one thing I didn't really like about it. I wasn't sure how to feel about it. I enjoyed the stories, um, but he did seem quite jaded and uncompassionate to some of the patients, which we have talked about in the past. Mercy <laughs> is a nurse for those who don't know. And, um, so I think that sort of, you can't obviously treat everybody with the same level of compassion in a way. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, probably from your perspective, Sal, you you would love it if everyone in the health system just was a hundred percent empathetic and compassionate nice. and nice all the time. Like, and I wish that were true. Just be nice, everybody. <laughs> you know, I wish that were true, and probably to a nice patient like yourself, they probably are. Um, but there are not. That's always probably nice not reality. It's it? not reality. No. Yeah. So anyway, that was just the part that I was like, oh, I wish he was just a bit nicer. But yes. um, it was a really enjoyable book. And I think for the majority of people who weren't too grossed out by some medical procedures, mm. <laughs> you would very much enjoy that. So that was um, This Is Going To Hurt by Adam Kay. Mm. My, I only read one book this week, guys. And last week I read three because I was like, oh, we have an extra week. I'm going to chuck one on. And I should have saved it for this week because pride goeth before a fall. <laughs> um, I have been a bit unwell this week, so I've only uh, read one book. Um, but that is Seven Ancient Wonders by Matthew Riley. It's uh, Jack West Jr. number one in the series. 
and it's just a high octane adventure novel really it doesn't really stop from from the first page so if you want basically an action movie in a book this is your go-to so jack west uh, has like a small multinational team so there's a guy from um israel a guy from a couple from ireland and australia and america i think um so they're on this time sensitive mission to find all of the seven ancient wonders of the world um, some of which have never been seen before, like the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. And there's something hidden with each of them that they need to discover and gather like a giant puzzle. It's very fun. Um, so it's basically like a worldwide treasure hunt. They go from Paris to Egypt to wherever the other ancient wonders are. <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> um, and they're always trying to stay one step ahead of this other, um, this American team that are also trying to find them and use it for nefarious purposes um so it's a lot of fun it's pure action it moves really fast there's a lot of like far-fetched things in there that you know there's booby traps at every single um hidden wonder of the world because some ancient pharaoh wanted to put them in and so like they escape them amazingly like you would never live <laughs> you would have died back there but well i would have maybe um and fun fact i remember this book coming out and selling it when I was working in a bookshop 13 years ago. <laughs> um, Sal and I actually say... worked at the same bookshop <laughs> at different times. I was going to say, I remember selling this book too. Yeah. I wonder why. Yes, because mm. I think I was actually under, I think I was actually under the legal working age <laughs> when I started working there. I wasn't, it was 14 and nine months that you were allowed to work. I yeah, think I was correct. like... 14 and three months or something but so you can very with, 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 with parental permission, permission yeah. guys it was all above board um <laughs> but yeah i remember this book coming out i think just a couple of years before i started working there when you would have been working there yes and um and selling it so now 13 years later can you believe it um i read it so there you go. i've wanted to read matthew riley for a while but i've never really gotten into him before. i know so i was like i just need something fun and actiony and i think oh this was yeah. post jack ryan <laughs> <laughs> needed to fix this, yeah i needed it and then funny this book then made me go and watch national treasure so i was gonna say it sounds hold. a bit like national it is treasure, like national treasure yeah yeah um we're gonna steal the declaration of independence <laughs> <laughs> bit of a bonus yeah movie quote. <laughs> the book place now comes with movie quotes um so yeah it is it's just really fun and um i finished it just yesterday Cool. Just keeping me company while I wasn't feeling so well. Yeah, that's mm. nice. Oh, good. What about you, Sam? Okay, my second book is called Introverted Mum by Jamie C. Martin. And it was it's actually a reread for me, which mm. I've been doing a bit of lately. Maybe more comfort reading in yeah. this um, coronavirus time. Um, anyway, this book is perfection <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> I I read it when it first came out two years ago. But I think, and I got a lot out of it then, but I think in the second reading, I feel like, oh, there's more I'm getting out of it. And I love a book that you can do that with and you can learn more each time. So Jamie Martin lays out what it is to be introverted as a parent and how so much parenting, so much of parenting really overwhelms us as introverts, you know, like physically, mentally, even like in a sensory way in like terms of quiet and <laughs> noise, pretty much every other way. Anyway. She puts into words things that I hadn't really even thought that I was feeling, but I'm like, oh, that's definitely what I feel like, you know? 
um, or fe- even felt bad to admit, like she admits that she doesn't really want to spend any more time with her kid. And but it's not in a like a mean way or like resentful or anything like that. But she just is really honest and authentic in how she she talks about it, and she just gives you permission to feel what it is that you feel, which was really freeing for me. Um, <laughs> Cause there's a lot of guilt that can come with parenting. So it was just, it was just really what I needed at that time. And, and again, even in the reread, it's been very good timing, I suppose for me. It's, she also gives really practical tips after each chapter and um, also a massive list of like ske- oh, self help, oh, self care <laughs> tips. <laughs> Um, depend like listed in order of how much time you have. So if you've got 15 minutes, like she's got a big list. If you've got two hours, like she's got, yeah, so that's really fun. It is really fun. Um, anyway, highly, highly, highly recommend for any mum, but particularly those who are introverted. I think you'll resonate with it. Yeah. Excellent. Does it talk about like having introverted kids or is it more about just you? She does talk about, and she actually speaks a lot about teaching her kids, whether that she's got two, she's got three kids. So two of them are extroverted and one's introverted. Mm. And one thing that I really took out of it was she, her kids are teenagers now, but from a young age, she always tried to teach them about, you know, introversion and extroversion and what Mm. people need for their own, which I thought was like, Oh, I should probably explain to my kids why I don't want to see them. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love you very much, but get out. No, um, but like even just explaining them and helping them become a bit more self-aware as well. Because I was trying to picture what my kids would Because you would be. have yeah, like at least mix. one introvert. <laughs> at least one. Majority, Majority of extroverts in my house, which makes it extra <laughs> You've got two massive extroverts, one possibly on the fence and one an introvert. I would yeah. say just by thinking about it now. <laughs> Pretty much hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Plus a husband is very much an extrovert. Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah, so it definitely has been very helpful to me. If I have introverted kids, I'm going to send them over to you once a week to just have some quiet auntie time. (laughs) We can just sit together on the couch (laughs) separately, not talk to each other. Sounds great. great. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's my week. So, yeah. Awesome. So, like I said before, our discussion this week is about some more nonfiction because we had some readers say they wanted to hear about some nonfiction titles. So we are trying to deliver. Um, And on that note, if you have any books or things you want to talk about or want us to talk about, topics, whether probably book related, but we can talk about (laughs) anything as you can probably tell. Um, But yeah, let us know either on Instagram or leave us a message on Anchor. We would love to hear Mm. from you. Um, So we're just going to talk about some self they I guess they would be called self help but we don't really like like that term it <laughs> implies like that <laughs> yeah no it implies that you are not good the way you are so self improvement um and some motivational books as well so um Sarah, do you want to go first with some of yours okay so my first um recommend is atomic habits by james clear which came out last year you've more than likely heard of it it's been a bestseller since it's been out um, um, I actually listened to it on Audible, but I would probably recommend reading it, even though it was good. He obviously just has, he has graphs and sort of, I don't know, pictorial things that would be a lot easier to sort of work through in print version. So mm. I'd recommend that. But anyway, the, the 
subject is habits, obviously. <laughs> but he particularly um, talks about how habits build on each other. So his main framework is working through um, sort of a snowball effect. So once if you can put into place this habit, then it follows on and you can sort of create a framework to build habits on top of each other. And that's why so many people don't stick with their habits is because they don't make it um, just part of their everyday routine and how they, they live through. And obviously, he says it a lot better than I did. <laughs> but anyway, that's a really um, a really motivational one for me. It was really – I love anything to do with, like, improvement in that area. <laughs> yes. So that's really – it was a really good one. So if you and haven't read that. Doesn't he talk about, like um, – I haven't finished it because I, like you, started on audio and I was mm. like, I don't like this, so I bought it and I yeah, haven't I like actually that. read it. But um, his thing is, like, if you want to be – if you want to run, take on the mindset of I am a runner rather than like, yes. um, like I want to run. Yeah. I want to run 5k or whatever. Yeah. Be like, I'm. what would the kind of person who runs 5k's do? Yes. I think that's what he, and it just is that little Changes change. The perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was really helpful hmm. to think about it in, in a different way. Yeah. And you, um, the second one I have is called the friend jowls by Jessica N. Turner. Also in that sort of, slightly to do with habits in a way but mm. she um she's a mum who works full-time outside of her home also has a business online so she's got a full life um but she talks about how you can use those little pockets of time to um self to use for self-care so whether those little things are you know you might prioritize reading or some sort of craft or knitting or cross stitch, <laughs> cross stitch. <laughs> something like that. Um, anyway, baking, you know, whatever it is, but she, and so she titles it the fringe hours because those are the little pockets of time that you can be using. Even if it's minutes at a time, make up a bigger amount of time to, and by the end of the week, you know, you've done more than you thought you would in that area so that was a very mo that was really um inspiring to me a couple i've read it like probably about five years ago but it sort of gave me again it gave permission to not just feel like you have to fill those moments with all the stuff that you should be doing instead of things that you can do just because you it brings you life and it sort of rejuvenates your soul as well so that was really it was very impactful when i was a very young mum of very young <laughs> twins that was exhausting and it really helped me out a lot. In that similar vein, I've got um, anything by Laura Vandercam uh, is really good in that area. Again, she's a time management expert. I won't go too much into detail, but she really, um, again, plays on that. She sort of lays out who are the people that, how do people get so much done in their day? We all have 168 hours, which is actually the title of one of her books. Um, and how do people who seem so capable and get so much done, how do they get so much done in the same amount of time that, that someone else might not get half the things amount done? So again, it's sort of in that habits, time management area, but the hers are really worth while looking at if you are interested in that. Um, the Road Back to You is one of my favourite <laughs> non-fiction books. I'm excited you get to talk about this because you're very excited. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> so lots of us have heard in the last few years about the Enneagram. It's very much the in 
in thing to talk about mm, in terms yes. of personality quizzes or types. Types, that's the word. Um, so the road back to you, it's a really good foundational. If you know nothing about the Enneagram, I would definitely recommend this book because it just goes through all the different types of which there are nine, one to nine Enneagram types. Um, he, it's written by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile. Um, and they just lay out what each type basically is and what functions they do, different things um, about them. Uh, and it's just really practical because you can read about it and be like, oh, okay, I wonder if that's me. Um, yeah, and you can even, I mean, I don't think you're meant to do this, but <laughs> sort of see what other people in your... Uh... Type other people, if you will. <laughs> exactly. We've never done that, have we, sir? <laughs> never. <laughs> they actually recommend not to, but how can you help her when you... <laughs> when you're armed with information, it's, it's a dangerous Knowledge thing. Knowledge is power. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'd really recommend that. If you're interested in the Enneagram at all, start with The Road Back to You. Um, the Path Between Us is the second one just written by Suzanne Stabile and it's more to do with the relationship the types in relationships so definitely start with the road back to you but the path between us is also really good I've got so one. what Enneagram are you oh this is a good conversation yeah <laughs> this is a whole other episode I know I, I was like oh can we have an episode just a little teaser <laughs> yeah. I I believe I'm a type six nice what about you I am a seven yes yeah definitely so there you go you can read about us if you like it's a little teaser for you to go pick up the book and see what we're like <laughs> um my last one is the happiness project by gretchen rubin this is the format where she goes through i quite like this format in a book and i've read a few like it where it's sort of set month by month so she has a monthly challenge to make her her life happier in a way so she goes through things like um Oh, I'm trying to think. Okay, she cleans out her closets in one chapter. Um, she sings in the morning. <laughs> That's <laughs> a funny one. I know. Um, yeah, it's, it's just make sort you of happier. <laughs> yeah, well, singing <laughs> makes everyone happy. Um, yeah, so she just explores different suggestions, I suppose, on how on things that are meant to make you happier, and so she, then she looks back over the month and sort of builds on it as well so she's by the end of the year she's trying to do all 12 things um yeah I just like that style of thing very style of book I suppose that yeah it's very interesting to cool. see how people I think that one's on my list to read as well it is also a bestseller and she's written quite a few books but that's my favorite of hers anyway hmm. so yeah what about you what have you got well I, j I just have a couple um <laughs> after my, my no that's good you as we discussed you read more nonfiction than I do so it's true I had, I had to cut down as well yeah <laughs> we talked about what could stay what could go. there's there's more nonfiction episodes so don't worry yes. um yeah so my first one is called finish by John Acuff and the little mm -hmm. subtitle is um giving yourself the gift of done um, so he, it's also similar to Atomic Habits, but slightly different and a bit smaller and funnier. <laughs> I would say a bit easier to read for me. Um, so John Acuff, he first wrote a book called Start, which is punch fear in the face, escape average and do what matters. <laughs> which Sounds is, fun. Yeah, also fun. Um, so he found that after writing that book, he had heaps of people coming up to him saying stuff like, I have no problem starting stuff, but mm. how do I actually finish and get stuff done? 
So um, as a chronic starter, <laughs> poor finisher myself, <laughs> I was very intrigued by this book. So um, he did a whole heap of research, which I won't go into, um, but about what actually leads people to completing their goals and found that it's actually not pushing harder and striving to be perfect that helps people. It's actually the opposite. So taking the pressure off, he talks about cutting your goals in half um, and increasing time. I think there's a few, there's like a three, three pronged approach. <laughs> um, and he explains that you're like, Oh, that does make sense on a, on a psychological level. If you cut your goal in half and overshoot it, you're so much more motivated that if you just come under your original goal, you're like, well, I didn't meet my goal. It's all over. Yeah, that's true. Um, whereas you've, you've actually done, done really, an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he yeah talks about taking the pressure off, having fun, and like having a series of small wins that actually ends up being so much more successful. So he explores that whole bunch. It's really, really fascinating. It's like I said, it's not long, um, and I listen to it, and he it's he's a, a humor writer as well. He's written some... Um, humor books so it's really enjoyable to listen to and I found it really encouraging actually Mm, um and then another one is The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes Mm. (laughs) so you would probably know her she is one of the top producers in Hollywood she's done shows like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder and stuff like that she um is an introvert and she wrote this book because She's really shy, never wanted to go anywhere or do anything, even after she was super big and famous. Um, and her sister one day told her, after she said no to some, something, her sister said, you never say yes to anything. And it kind of prompted this whole self-reflection and year of where she was like, okay, I'm going to say yes to everything this year. So she ended up doing, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work, but <laughs> she ended up saying yes to all these speaking engagements and opportunities and things that she would never have agreed to probably before um so she talks about it and how it kind of changed her life and she says saved her life um one one little note it is a little bit waffly in places like you're kind of like okay get that get to the point um and some I don't know if this is just me reading it but it felt a little bit self-glorifying like Uh, look at all this cool stuff I've done um but that could just be me (laughs) but it was really interesting there was some really cool behind the scenes from some of her shows and why she wrote certain characters certain ways and so that was really interesting I'm a good uh, I'm a sucker for a behind the scenes (laughs) um so that was the year of yes by Shonda Rhimes and then one that we have both read sale which Mm. was one of the ones on your extended list and I, I decided to just talk about it um is girl wash your face by Rachel Hollis and you've probably seen this around too it's been everywhere in the in the non-fiction world the past couple of years and she's just written her second book well, I don't know if it's a second but her kind of follow-up to that book called Girl Stop Apologizing yep. which I haven't read yet but is on my list um but Rachel Hollis is a she's a lifestyle blogger she's created this um she's a CEO of her own company called The Chic Site would you say chick or chic it's spelt like chic for us but I yeah. feel like she calls it chick does she I don't know I don't know. I always say it's chic yeah but that's anyways thechicsite.com she's the CEO <laughs> and yeah, she's a lifestyle blogger and motivational speaker. And um, so she's written this book and each chapter is like um, a lie that she's believed mm. about herself or her life and kind of how she has overcome it and sees it differently now. So it might be a lie about her mothering or her business or that she might fail at something or her body or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I found it actually really, I'm, I, yeah, 
motivational is not a subject that I normally like because it feels a bit rah-rah for me. But um, I was actually really encouraged and like inspired. I was like, yeah, I can do all this stuff. <laughs> go power. Go to one of the <laughs> yeah. sessions. Yeah. I feel like I need to go to a Tony Robbins like <laughs> conference or something. Uh, anyway. I see. I had a different view with that one. Tell so me. I liked it, but I did feel like it was a bit too long. Like I yeah. was like, you could have done this had the same impact for me within in about two thirds of what it was like it could have cut been cut down by about a third yeah I think yeah um and I find I like her for a lot of the time and then after a while I'm like she just grates on me a little yeah. bit and yeah. I don't know what it is about. I don't know if I'd want to be her friend is that harsh it's <laughs> probably harsh <laughs> just be nice but <laughs> this is why nurses aren't always nice <laughs> no um um yeah no I just think she um she can be a little bit it probably comes across as a little bit privileged yes, as well like yeah, she yeah. yeah she explains she obviously hasn't come from a privileged background i mean she's had some struggles in her life yeah. for sure and she goes into that but yeah i i think that's what i don't like in the self help category is that when they you feel it it feels a bit patronizing yes yeah um yeah like Look how do far this I've and come. you'll be you'll be You'll be right, you know. Yeah. Like, or you'll be as success successful. Oh man, we're all having good times with our words today. <laughs> successful, successful as I am. Like yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get there that. was just a bit of like. Yeah. But anyway, I most for the most part I enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we haven't given a glowing recommendation for that book now. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel Hall. Yeah, I would be a friend. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely going to change her mind yeah. now. <laughs> as she listens to this. <laughs> also, honourable mention. We both had to mention. Um, yes. The Barefoot Investor yes. by Scott Pape. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yes. Um, which is a... Yes, I just recommend it. It's a good finance book. Yes. General, very self-easy to read. Yeah, Layman's super terms. easy to read. He really just lays it out. Honestly, I really like it. We have um, actually found it super helpful for our finances, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's giving us a lot of steps. Oh. To lead to financial freedom, <laughs> to use some of his terminology. But no, it's really good. It's um, yeah, it's very clear. Yeah, and like actually enjoyable to read for yeah. a money book. Really, yep. um, I downloaded it on, on Audible for mm. Jono to read because oh, yeah. my husband is not much of a reader. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to do that for him, and I think he's finally read it all. Oh, cool. <laughs> so it's amazing. It's only taken three Fourth years. Fourth book yeah. in his life. <laughs> yeah, bless. <laughs> So patronizing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's definitely a recommend from both of us. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't read that. All right, Nurse, what is bringing you joy this week? I have uh, a bit of a funny one. Um, funny is good. Funny is always good. So there's a lady on Instagram called her handle name is the Lazy Genius, which right off the bat I knew I would like her. <laughs> She's my kind of people. <laughs> um, and she. Um, has created this thing in quarantine. Obviously, she's in the US and they're a lot more quarantined than we are. But she has created this um, document, if you will, called the Favourites File. Um, and she really likes pop culture. And so it's this whole rubric, for want of a better word, um, of how to pick your favourite shows and movies and characters and sort of list them from one to ten. So you end up so like... Much fun. I know, it is really fun. So with this like decision-making process and process of elimination you list end up listing your top 10 shows and 
um, actors and all that kind of stuff. It's really, really fun. So That's I cool. started it this week. It's quite <laughs> long. It took me the first part just about which what your favorite shows are has taken me a couple of hours <laughs> because okay. I have uh, pr- trouble making decisions. So I couldn't <laughs> ranking is hard for me. <laughs> But um, no, it's just really fun and it's bringing me a lot of joy. So you can download it. It's free. You can download it on her um, website mm-hmm. called, uh, I think it's the lazygeniuscollective.com yeah. um, forward slash favorites file. Oh, there you go. Um, or it was in one of her podcast episodes about reading in odd circumstances, mm-hmm. which is also another fun podcast episode. She mentions it. So it's in the show notes from there. And we want to know what your top ones yes. were. Maybe I'll post someone. Yeah, you <laughs> on, should, on stories. On stories. <laughs> You'll have to do that. I only have my shows okay. because I've yet to work through the rest of the 20-page document. <laughs> could um, take a while. But it's just been really fun. Yeah. And very, that's... like, not. it's so trivial. It does not matter at all, but it's bringing me joy. <laughs> that's good. That's what this segment's about. That's right. <laughs> What's bringing you joy, Sal? All right. Well, this week we have had some uh, restrictions lifted here. Mm. So I made the most of that on my day off, <laughs> uh, off from the kids. So my all my kids were taken care of. Yes. <laughs> um, I decided, I was like, I need to get out. I need to go and explore and do something. Because we moved to Brisbane and I was like, there's so much here that I have to take advantage while I live here, you know, like, but we haven't been able to because of <laughs> certain things. Yes. <laughs> Life events. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go into the city and just browse some books bookshore oh my goodness <laughs> this is just like <laughs> bookshores bookshops mm. and just lose myself in the shelves nice. so that is what i did i went into the city it took me quite a while i didn't really want to take public transport which i normally would so i just drove in it took me a little bit to find some parking <laughs> but um i went i just browsed for a few hours and it was delightful so that really it just brought me joy to my soul that's so it was nice. very nice so i didn't actually end up buying anything <laughs> that's but okay it was just nice to do it, it probably was, paid it all in parking <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably but it was really good it was a nice way to spend the day that's so nice yes <laughs> excellent well thank you for listening to another episode of the book place um, please let us know if you have found any recommendations from what we've talked about and if you're enjoying them and, um, yeah, we just love to hear from you. So please let us know on Instagram at the bookplace pod, or you can listen to us on any, uh, podcast app. <laughs> um, and you can send us messages or leave messages on anchor as well. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is all from us this week. I hope you have a lovely week and happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye now. Do you want to go first with some of yours? Sure. I had a really hard time, like, um, squish- yeah, yeah. Narrowing. <laughs> squishing them down. Sorry, that was a funny choice of words. Okay, let's cut that bit out. <laughs> um, okay, so one of mine, my first one is called Atomic Habits, which by James Clear, which is You've more than likely heard of this one. It came out last year and um, it's been on one of the best, like it's been a bestseller since then. Um, Basically, this guy is talking about... (laughs)
<laughs> no, it's fun. <laughs> so I'm struggling from squishing. 